What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we're going to be talking about time blindness. And mm. ooh, I'm curious if you listeners are going to realize that you have struggled with this without even realizing that it's a thing, because that is the boat that I have found myself in the last uh, couple months. And it's really opened my eyes and blown my mind to find out about time blindness. Um, yeah. Same. And it's thanks to you. You're the one who uh, let me know about it. Oh, shit. And I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I must have, re- yeah, I found out about it. It's like, wow, I didn't realize this was something that some people struggle with and some people don't. I just figured we were all kind of in the same boat uh-huh. where sometimes, you know, you felt like it you spent 15 minutes doing something and you look up and it's been two hours. Right. Um, and I feel like it's probably a little bit of a spectrum because I feel like if you're in that flow Absolutely. state, everybody can, can go, go there. But I think this is really more about the people who are struggling with this day to day. more on a day-to-day. Yes. With mm-hmm. their schedule, stuff like that. So I'm excited yeah. to talk about it too. Yeah. We're going to get into all of it. Uh, before we do, just a reminder, some of my upcoming tour dates. I Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to be in Minneapolis this week at Acme Comedy Club. It's my first time at this club, and it's just such a legendary place. Like This club is one of the favorites of so many comedians. Here's the thing. I've been mentioning in the last couple episodes, hey, I might be shooting my special there. But if you listeners remember, I was like, I might be shooting it, but you might hear me pop back on and be like, nope, we're going to be somewhere else. And so that is the case. Unfortunately, it was going to be too short of a time frame to get it all set up to shoot the special. Um, so instead, I don't, you know what? I don't even want to say yet the other couple cities that we're looking at because I, I want to wait until I have it locked in to tell yeah. you listeners where we are actually going to shoot it. But it looks like we will be shooting in June and I will tell you guys where when oh. I get it updated. But anyway, I know we do have a lot of Minneapolis listeners though. And so would still love for you to come to these shows. It's going to be really fun, despite the fact that it's not where we're going to be shooting the special. Um, and then Chicago, we've got a lot of Chicago helpsters too. I'll be there next week, St. Patty's weekend. And then the week after that, New York City at City Winery and Niagara Falls, Vegas, Austin, San Diego coming up, just lots coming up. So if you go to KelseyCook.com, you can get tickets and see the dates through the rest of the year. There's a ton of them. So how about you, Dell? 
Uh, let's see what's new. Uh, season four of Aficionados officially launched. Just did the episode with Cam because <gasps> how did that, that go? Was, it, was, it was it was interesting. I actually learned quite a bit. I mean, the questions that people submitted were fucking killer questions. Like, um, you know, who's the breadwinner and how does that affect your relationship and how do you split finances and how has that changed? How has your relationship changed as your revenue has grown? What's, what's Cam's favorite thing about being married to an entrepreneur? What's the, um, what's the least favorite thing? What's the most challenging? There were some really good stuff and yeah, so it was, it was really good. It was good. I, we wouldn't have done that episode otherwise. So, um, yeah, so that happened. Um, that's available now. And then two really big announcements for Efficient Out of the Podcast. If you've been tuning in, it is switching over to a monthly show. So that's a new update. And it's also going to be a private podcast. So it's not going to be searchable on major platforms. So you'll be able to sign up for it at DelaneyFisher.com. And then you'll get the instructions delivered to your inbox on how to set it up on your favorite platform. Uh, so you can still listen to it there, you know, conveniently, but it's not going to be kind of searchable for everybody. So all of that information is on uh, this season. And if you're like, why the fuck are you doing that? Well, I cover that on season uh, uh, season (laughs) one as well and and sharing about uh, why we're making those moves. So yeah, that's it. Uh, That's it for me. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to scale a minimalist business, Efficient Out of the Podcast is there for you. Very cool. I love it. Uh, You have a quote. Yes. Figured this would be a good one about time. Uh, this is, let's see, this quote is attributed to William Penn. It says, time is what we want most, but what we use worst. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Starting off this podcast feeling like a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we like to do. We want to start low. So by the time we're done with the episode, you feel amazing. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Bill. Starting my week up. We got to kick you down. Uh, yeah. Um, it really is so true. I mean, that's, I find myself at the end of the days, that's what I want most is I wish I had more time. I wish I could have had more time today to do X, Y, and Z. And it's just, it can be so hard to prioritize when everything feels important and exciting and you enjoy a lot of what you're doing. Yeah. Let me make let me, let me defend everybody for a second if you feel attacked by that quote, because I would also like to take a second to just debunk a quote that used to be my favorite. I've debunked it once on the show before, but it's been a oh, long Beyonce? time. Oh, Beyonce? Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Remember, there's that quote, and I used to have it fucking framed on my wall, said, remember, you have as many hours in the day as Beyonce. And I just, boy, did that put me into a place mentally that was not healthy where I thought I was supposed to be doing so many more things, like accomplishing so much more each day than what was reasonable because yeah, we have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce, but man, does she have the financial capabilities to outsource a lot of tasks and and that is not to doubt, like, listen, she is my Jesus. And that woman, I can't think of a harder working human being than Beyonce. So God knows. I'm sure she does maximize every hour of the day. I'm just saying that it's different. It's hard. Totally. You can't put that pressure on yourself. Totally. We have the same hours, but very different team. About uh-huh. Different team. You know? For sure. For <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so... Okay. Should we get into talking about time blindness? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So just a a quick definition. This is from Healthline. Time blindness is when one is not aware of the ticking of time and as a result, they often struggle to use time effectively. So it's not necessarily that you are blind to the passage of time, but rather that you might have difficulty prioritizing it, measuring how much time a given task will take, or you forget to plan in other aspects other aspects of a task, such as driving, having to scrape your car off if you live in a snowy place that could cause delays. So people with ADHD tend to be time blind, meaning they aren't aware of the passing of time. And it can also be linked with sleep deprivation, depression, anxiety, grief, and alcohol overuse. Those conditions can all dramatically affect our mental health and how we see the world and therefore can impact our executive function of our brain. Okay, let's unpack some of this. <laughs> yeah, yes. So 
My uh, New Year's resolution this year, you guys just heard me share it, was to be on time. Yeah. And to not be late because it's something that I find I've struggled with chronically, not in all situations. Like I'm consistently on time for my shows. Um, You know, when it's a professional thing, I feel like something changes in my brain and I'm able to really focus and make it happen. But like getting to appointments, um, meeting up with people, things that maybe feel a little less high stakes, I tend to run pretty consistently like five to 10 minutes late. Mm -hmm. And it really bothers me because I feel like that is a, it can reflect on your character in a way that you don't mean for it to, but it can look like you think your time is more important than other people's. Mm -hmm. And that is not how I feel, but I, you sent me the links to time blindness and I sat there and I read everything and I wanted to cry because I was just like, Oh fuck, this is me. Like this is, this is what I've been struggling with where it seems like time doesn't stress people out as much as it seems to stress me out. And you, some of the things you sent me had to do with ADHD. I don't resonate fully with having ADHD. And you talked at the beginning of this episode about that. It's kind of a spectrum. And I do think maybe I have a couple ADHD tendencies, but I, I don't think I would ever consider myself like fully having ADHD, but this specific thing, time blindness has been a really big problem in my life. And I'm happy to talk about like the things I've been doing the past couple months to remedy that. But I wanted to pause for a second and hear your experience with it. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I feel, I feel similarly with what you mentioned where professionally I feel like I can be on time very easily, Mm -hmm. but like I'll be five minutes late to like my dentist appointments or Mm -hmm. if I'm meeting a friend for coffee or something. But like you said, where it's like, like your show has to start (laughs) at a certain time, you know, people bought tickets to see you at this time and there's a schedule for the club and all that stuff where, like you said, it feels more higher stakes where, you know, your friend's coffee date doesn't really have to start at 2 p.m. Right. right. Like I, there's that wiggle room. So I feel very similarly. Um, I have put things in place to help me with those things. Or when I realize I'm going to be running late, I'm just more quick to share that with the person. Like I'm sincerely apologize. I'm running 10 minutes behind instead of, I hope I get there. And then knowing I'm going to be late while I'm driving and like not able to text or call the person because I'm driving. So I think I've adjusted that way, but I, I resonate with what you said, Kels, is that something that I'm working on too? Um, we've also kind of talked about time blindness in the sense of I could be out for hours with a friend and super engaged in what we're doing in our conversation and completely forget to, to check out, check in with Cam, you know, like I'll be out with a friend for, I, there was a point in time where I was out with like a friend that I was meeting for lunch and we had lunch and dinner because the conversation was just flowing and I was gone for like eight hours. So Cam's thinking you're going out for a lunch date, you know what I mean? And you know, checking in at hour six being like, Oh my God, I forgot, you know, um, which we've, which I've shared. Now he has a find my friend on the phone or whatever it's called. (laughs) So he knows where I'm at. Um, so yes, I, uh, I don't know. Do I want, I guess I I'll share this. So I think it's been, I don't know, eight, nine months that I've been doing research on ADHD. Mm -hmm. We had, um, Dr. Stephanie Sarkis on the show to talk about it. Mm -hmm. I have been binging ADHD podcasts, uh, especially ADHD for smart ass women with Tracy Atsuka, which is so, so good and so incredibly informative. And I would say that I resonate with quite a bit of it. I mean, I resonate with, if it's a spectrum, I don't know, maybe like 80%, 90% of the information. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, with, with stuff that we've kind of shared on the podcast before, I am somebody who likes getting certain information. And, and when something has a label on it and there's tools involved, I like, I like implementing the tools that resonate with me. And I think that I can improve something. I don't know how I feel yet about labeling myself one thing or another. 
Mm -hmm. Um, because I've also thought in the past that there was something different going on with my brain and I was wrong about that. And so I'm slow to kind of, I don't know, identify with that. Right. That makes sense. Of course. Um, not that I would be like ashamed of it. I just, I want to take my time with something like that. Of course. Of course. With it very much. And I was so misinformed about what ADHD was. I had a very, you know, I, I, I think I looked at it more of uh, the stereotypical information that we maybe heard years ago. Yeah. And finding out that so many women get misdiagnosed or they don't get diagnosed until their thirties and then it makes their whole life make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Um, and it's something that I don't feel comfortable going, taking medication for. So I'm really taking a lot of the holistic approaches that I've taken really seriously the last several months. So that's where I'm at with this. (laughs) Can you talk about what those approaches are? Yeah. Um, a lot just, you know, the basics we've talked about on this show, like sleeping, sleeping enough, um, eating nutritious foods. I'm taking, I'm doing a lot more meditation. I'm doing a lot more stretching. I'm doing a lot more like walking around in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm doing my workouts in the morning and stuff like that instead of like afternoon, evening to kind of get that energy out. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot more alarm clocks and timers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, gosh, I have, I have so many things that I've, I've been using, but you know, it's so funny. I've been doing this naturally my whole life. You know what I mean? I've been simplifying things my whole life. I thought I was just fun, but I realized I've been simplifying out of necessity. And I have had clients tell me, wow, the way that you, you know, teach this or whatever your method is so great for my perfectionism, overwhelm, ADHD, this. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I just happened to have (laughs) that works for you, not realizing that it's been a necessity for me to do it for myself. Right. And so that there's been some big ahas with that type of stuff, but having to simplify everything is a huge (laughs) ADHD thing, which I didn't realize. Um, So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And listeners, I'm sure, again, as we continue to talk about there being a spectrum, I am sure that all of us at one point or another, because of things like social media, have experienced that feeling of you've been scrolling on TikTok and you think you've been scrolling for maybe five minutes and then you look up and it's been like 30. I mean, this is something that whether it's a chronic thing in your life or you just know what that feels like to lose track of time, we've all lost track of time. This is... I think when time blindness starts to impact your life, it's a feeling of uh, – the way it's felt for me is that I can't hold on to time. I have a really hard time grasping time itself. And I know that it's like sand, right? It's, it's As we're talking right now, every second goes by. You can't hold on to time. But um, yeah. it's just felt much more slippery for me and much more difficult to – go, okay, so if I need to leave the house by this time, what time realistically do I need to start getting ready? And I have never given myself enough time. So one of the things that in the articles you sent me that really, really changed things for me and I think has permanently changed things because you can't like uh, know what you find out is doing a time log of how long each of your daily tasks actually take. Right. So in my mind, I'd always think, oh, it takes me like five to 10 minutes to shower. Nope. (laughs) No, it does not. (laughs) It's like a 15 to 20 minute thing, depending on if there's like shaving involved, like a full shampoo conditioning. If it's, oh, am I just like washing my body, but I'm doing a dry shampoo. It varies. But like the lesson I learned is block 20 minutes for your shower. And because it's not, it's never just the shower where I realize I lose a lot of time or like the, the small things like maybe you get out and then you like want to like tweeze your eyebrows or like you got to put lotion on and all of that takes time. It's all fucking taking time. And I started to log everything. And that's where I realized I was getting into trouble was thinking that 
it was this like very efficient, oh, I just shower and then I just eat breakfast and then I just get dressed or whatever. It's like you are doing shit in between that is each taking like five to 10 minutes. And then suddenly you need to be out the door and you realize that you have like at least 30 minutes stuff, 30 minutes left of stuff to do that you didn't build in for. So figuring that out has now really changed how I get ready for my day and like how much earlier I start. One of the best things I read in these articles was the rule of one more thing. Oh, so if, you, yeah. if you're getting ready, let's say you're getting ready in the morning and you're looking at the clock and you're like, okay, I need to leave in 10 minutes. Do I have time to do this one more thing? And always I have said, yeah, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You never can. <laughs> <laughs> right. You would have, we would have been on time if we had left at that moment. Yes, yeah. exactly. The, the rule of thumb that I was reading in the article was like, generally, you really don't have time to do that one more thing. Because yeah. as we mentioned in the um, just a couple minutes ago and what we were reading, we often don't, just which I think is a normal human brain thing to do, sometimes you walk out to your car and then you're like, oh, fuck. I have to get gas. Or you walk out and you're like, oh, fuck, I have to scrape my car off. So (laughs) I have been living my life in a way where I would try to get to things like exactly on time, which is like, why don't I just even aim for five minutes early? That's what I should be doing anyway. But like, I've been doing, hey, yeah, I've got time to do that one more thing, which A, no, I don't. That already fucks me. And then I get out to my car and then I have to get gas or something. So it's like, not only am I not even leaving on time, then I'm becoming doubly late because something else has come up that I didn't even think about. So those two things really like have changed a lot for me is the rule of one more thing and logging how much time it takes to do stuff throughout your day. Right. So now is it this is it the case, Kels, when you catch yourself saying, Do I have time to do that one more thing? You just say, Nope, not even I just trying. say no. Okay. Yeah. And that bothers me too. I will say it's a trade-off. It's like yeah. maybe if that, that one more thing I want to do is to like I can't even think of what what it would be. Let's say it's like a makeup step or something like that. Yeah, I will be bothered leaving the house that I like didn't get to do the thing I wanted to do. But it's not, it, it's also feels so shitty to get to the place and be like, hey, well, got blush on, but <laughs> yeah. this person feels disrespected. It's a terrible thing. Yes. And so some of the things that I've heard that are really helpful for people are having um, a waterproof timer in the shower where you actually start a countdown in the shower. Let's say 20 minutes is your thing. Uh You set it for 20 minutes and you can actually physically or visibly see the time ticking down Um, and having like large, I guess, analog clocks where in each room or your office where instead of just seeing the uh, what do you, like the hand of a clock ticking where it's not really registering, but you're seeing um, either the numbers go down and that might help you or the, the opposite. Maybe the, the clicking of the, the clock does help you. Right. But figuring out which one works for you and making it visible wherever you tend to lose time. Yeah. And what are those freaking sand timers? I always fucking forget what they're called. Hourglass? The hourglass. Yeah. The hourglass timers too help people because they can actually visit, they can see the passing of time. Right. So if they know it's a 10 minute timer, um, that can help. Another thing that I've heard, and this is if you share this with your partner or a friend or somebody, if you let them know like, hey, I'm I'm struggling with this a little bit and uh, would you mind, or you like give them permission to tell you an earlier time than the real time of an event or start time of something. So let's say your partner, you know, gets invited to a cocktail party, you're their plus one, and you have to leave the house at four. You're allowed to tell your partner that you have to leave at three or three 30, knowing you're going to be running late, but you giving somebody permission to do that. It's not like without their knowledge, it's saying, right. Will you tell me 30 minutes earlier or something? So right. there's some, there's definitely some workarounds. Um, but the things that I have read about this and, you know, listened to podcasts about, I just didn't realize that I had been naturally kind of doing things and living my life <laughs> with these type, types of methods. Like, um, 
when I when I first started listening to these podcasts about ADHD and they're sharing all these tips, I'm like, oh yeah, I've been doing these. I've been doing this already because yeah. I have to. So for me, it was just resonating with like, oh, these are helping you or you've been doing this or this is something that you came to on your own. Right. I was like, oh my God. Um, that, that was, that was like some big ahas for me. It wasn't even about implementing things recently. It's the fact that I have a system for everything and I've always had to have a system for everything. I cannot move forward if I don't have a system, if I don't have alliteration for certain things so I can remember things easily, if I don't have three tasks only on my calendar, like, so I started to realize that this obviously helps me for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um... <laughs> And setting alarms. Setting alarms has really helped me a lot. I used to just set alarms to wake up. (laughs) And now I use them as markers throughout the day of like, if I can do that mental math ahead of time of like, okay, you need to start getting ready by this time to get out of the door. I will set that alarm to as like a cue to myself of like, you need to be in the shower by now. Yes. Oh, oh my God. And you know what a great tip that I heard about that too is never turn your alarm off. Only hit snooze. If you struggle with forgetting that you turned your alarm, oh yeah, duh, I'm doing it right now. And you turn it off and then five, 10 minutes go by and like, shit, I forgot. I'm supposed to be out of the house. Only snooze it. And then when you've actually completed that thing, Uh, it's funny that they turn their alarms off. And they're still late. Funny. Because we've always said don't snooze for like waking up because that's hard on your body right. to like keep going back to sleep. But um, yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> So it could be the opposite for you if you struggle Totally. Um, do you want to read some of I, – I know that we've been talking about some of the symptoms. Yeah. But um, this is from – this source is from therapist Sarah Templeton on Glamour Magazine. Yeah. So the symptoms of time blindness never know how long ago something was. So an example of people – to us, like, when did you last go on holiday? You have not got a clue. Um, yeah, that for me, I oh. have a hard time with past timelines of like me pretty too. much everything. Me yeah, too. it's really challenging. Yeah. Um, makes it difficult to judge how long something is going to take, which we've talked about. You know, if you set a di- deadline for someone with time blindness, they're likely to have trouble making sense of that and may not be able to stick to it without outside help, uh, without outside help have trouble making plans, you know, judging when they might need to take time off, etc. Loss of routine, any huge change that pushes us to reorganize our routines can impact our sense and awareness of time. So an example, you know, quarantine when that happened or losing a job or getting a new job and so on. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just that grasp of time that other people seem to have naturally that you tend to doesn't, it doesn't come as naturally. And for me, this is, I like doing this for everything. Um, but I like to think about why, why this might be, why some people struggle, not even just with, you know, ADHD or whatever, just evolutionary, evolutionary wise, right? right. Evolution wise, what's going on here? Well, I automatically think of the fact that we didn't always have this type of structure with our time. Right. Right. We'd go off. We'd be like, oh, it's daytime and it's nighttime and that's fucking it. 
So we didn't always need to, as a human species, need to know that it's 1232. Right. Like we just, you know, some of us were doing certain activities during the day. Some of us were doing other ones and that fucking worked. So now it's like, we're catching up with our evolution and some of us didn't need to, to have that. Right. That makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is our, our construct for time is like a modern addition. Yeah. It wasn't always there in this, in this same way. So yeah. I feel like that's helpful because it's not like anybody's defective. It's just, this is rather new when you think of how long humans have been around. That's true. Yeah. The, uh, the whole, like not knowing how long ago something was. Yeah. I had no idea that that was part of time blindness. I just thought I was bad at that. And it always shocked me when people, like I was just talking to somebody who, they weren't even talking about their own life. They were talking about a friend of theirs. They're like, yeah, they moved to wherever in like 2015. And then they like moved back over here in 2018. And I'm like, I was like, how do you, how can you remember like what year for me? Like, I mean, generally anytime, I guess, but like particularly the 2010s, that is just one large chunk of time to me. There's, I can't tell you what specific year, like if you told me, oh, what year did you get your cat? I would have to like really sit down and do a lot of math. I couldn't just tell you like years don't stand out in my mind of like what was part of one year or not. Like I couldn't even remember what year I moved to LA. Yeah. I realized I'd been saying the wrong frame of time to people. I was like, I think I said I'd like been living there for eight years and it was actually six or something. Like I have, it's really, really hard. I I don't know why that is, but it's very confusing to me. Dude. I feel so similarly to the fact that I forget how long I've had my business. I, I have to actively remember like how long Cam and I've been together. What, what age did I meet him? Um, same thing with past jobs and stuff. And like, did I work there for three months or six months? Did I date that guy for seven months or four months? You know, right. like it, it's just all a blur. And to me, if it doesn't feel especially important to the present day, it's like it just leaves my brain. Like if, if it's not, if I don't actively need to know how long I dated that one guy when I was 23, it's that information's not going to stay around for long. Right. Right. Yeah. Like somebody else now, he is my husband. That guy doesn't matter anymore. You know, yeah. I'm sure, but I'm just saying that doesn't matter in my life. So it's like my brain is prioritizing for me. Like you don't need this anymore. You don't need this anymore. Just focus on what's happening right now in the moment and where you're going. But no, I struggle with that all the time. And when I have messed up, I felt like, oh my God, did I lie? I felt like I lied, but I truly didn't remember when I started that job or when I met that person. And I will feel bad, but I mean, like Cam is so good with time. He knows what dates we did things. Like he knows the exact date. Like we got Maverick, like all these things. I'm like, I would never remember that. It's just, it's not... That's not how my brain works at all. Making back when I used to have just like regular day jobs, making resumes was such a nightmare for me because it's all about like you have to say what time frame to what time frame right. you worked somewhere or lived in an apartment or what like if you're doing an apartment application, oh, hurts my head. I have to sit there and like really go back through like okay, this is the year I graduated college, so that would have put me in this place at this time. Like I have to go back to fucking college to figure out that shit. It's like, leaf. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really strange once you, once you realize this is a thing. Yeah. So some of the ways to avoid time blindness, in addition to what we've been saying, this is from, uh, attitude.com spelled with ADD at the front of it. Um, so time horizon, this is essentially how far you can look into the future to plan ahead when your child, your time horizon tops out at an hour or so. And then as you age, your time horizon gets further away so you can plan out the next few years at a time. So just, I think like trying to be more mindful of what's coming up. Is that what you take from that? Yeah, definitely. And like chunking things down. Like if you say, okay, in two months, I have to have this thing done. What could you do a little bit every week or a little bit every day instead of waiting a week 
before the deadline yes. being like, oh shit, you know? Yes, totally. Um, so time sucks. Be aware of activities in which you get lost. Hello, TikTok. Hello, Instagram. <laughs> All those things. Uh, just be aware of that. I'm I'm saying it out loud to you listeners, but I'm saying it out loud to hear right. it for myself because right. I constantly need to be reminded of that. Uh, set multiple alarms. Like you said, Del, alarms are a simple, effective tool to make you more aware of time. They break into your consciousness and jolt you out of whatever you're doing. Totally. Oh, totally. God. totally. Um, break down daunting tasks. So break the final goal into small chunks and start with the tiniest, easiest one. Don't think of it as I have to get ready for work, which seems impossible. Think of it first as I have to brush my teeth, which is easy. Then think of the next tiny thing and you'll be ready before you know it. I love that. That's very nice. Yeah. And lastly, bedtime, getting to bed on time and getting enough sleep is a big part of a successful morning. You're not going to be able to function if you're exhausted. So force yourself to put your work away, shut off the television and get in bed by a certain time. Your future self will thank you. Oh, yeah. And setting, you know, I I, like set an alarm for bedtime too, you know, like use those alarms whenever you really need to be jolted out of, you know, your kind of maybe a little bit autopilot state or whatever it might be. Um, but you know, it's so, so interesting. We've, we've been doing self-helpless for what? Almost five years. Almost five. Holy shit. That's so weird. Speaking Um, of not us, us not being able to. As I'm three, five, seven. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember the first year of self-helpless, um, people writing in and, you know, people confuse you and I a lot, Kels, mm-hmm. uh, between like, you know, I think, I don't know whether it's like they would tell me about a makeup thing, like, oh, you, you probably want to reach out to Kelsey about yeah. this. Yeah. You're trying to, are you thinking about? CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I remember writing people writing in sharing that they thought one of us had ADHD. And I think it was flip-flopped a couple different times. And I don't know if that's because they saw tendencies in both of us or if they were getting one of us confused. Um, but I remember early on that a lot of our listeners were like, might want to check this out. Um, yes. And I even remember being on this podcast um, and there was an episode where I said out loud saying, I feel like my brain has creative ADD where I can't seem to focus on one thing at a time. I have all these different interests. I do all these, right. And it's really interesting to have been, be able to look back at the things that I've said on this show, not knowing anything about ADHD and you know, how I feel today. And it's like, Probably just regular ADHD is what I said. It's like this, not this uh, weird version I've made up for myself, but right. um, because it's so, there's so much misinformation out there. Women are ignored in that area because we, you know, people maybe who have this or they're on the spectrum have showcase it differently than mm-hmm. boys and all that stuff. But here's some of the stuff, Kels. I just feel like it's an important one for people to look into. Um, Everything that I can think of, of, okay, I'm social media free. What was happening to me on social media? I was getting incredibly overwhelmed. It was killing my focus. I would sign into TikTok for a minute. I have a headache when I leave. It was horrible. Wow. I'd be linked to that, right? Um, I hate grocery stores. I feel very overwhelmed in grocery stores. Didn't know that was a thing that was linked to ADHD. Feeling overwhelmed in grocery stores, malls, these things that I fucking avoid at all costs. Oh, weird, right? Wow. Um, if you struggle with transitions in some way, whether it's from 
daytime to nighttime transitions, like that transition in the evening, if you feel like your anxiety really hikes up or the Sunday to Monday transition can be really daunting for people. I know there's a a little bit of that if you don't like your job, but you're struggling with that. You have a lot of rumination that it's really hard to, to, to take care of or get a hold of. Everything from um, wearing bras bothers you. How many times have I said, <laughs> I don't wear bras. I don't like how they feel on me. I don't like, they feel too tight even when they fit me, all these different things. Um, so if you feel like clothing is too tight sometimes, like you have some sensory stuff that can be linked to this thing. Um, you have a hard time watching scary movies. They ruin your fucking day or your week or whatever. I don't watch scary movies. Um, you feel like you have to try your best to stay in a positive headspace or you can spiral very quickly. Your brain, you feel like your brain is like an idea machine that does not turn off. I don't know how many times I've said those exact words on this show (laughs) or knowing about this. Um, you have a, you struggle with talking on the phone, keeping in touch with people. You, um, I mean, the, the, the list goes on. You can't get things done until things are tidy. <laughs> I mean, everything from digestive issues to being susceptible to people with narcissistic traits, to having an empathy overload, to forgetting about things if they're out of sight, if they're out of sight, out of mind, you yeah. forget they exist completely. Um, I mean, can't hearing, you can't hear things if you are super in hyper-focus. If I'm really locked into a project, I cannot hear Cam talking to me. Um, You hate cooking. You fucking hate cooking. It's a mundane activity that you cannot get yourself to do. I mean, so I have felt very seen when learning about this. Um, You struggle with checking in. Um, You forget stuff that, that can be kind of a big deal. I, yeah, I mean, the list goes on. So these really weird, specific things that I thought, well, that's just my personality. It turns out there's a lot of other people struggling with those same things, not realizing that it could be linked to ADHD. Um, you know, and again, like I'm identifying with a lot of it and I'm taking my time with it. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing some lifestyle changes and some holistic things and, you know, for me, medication and stuff would be a last resort once I've done a lot of other things. I'm not judging anybody who wants to go on medication. I think we're all just different. We have to ex- respect each other's choices. But right. for me, because of um, side effects and stuff that I've experienced in the past from med- medication that have been really bad, I, I get nervous that the side effects could be potentially worse than the symptoms. And so I want to try to do this first and, you know, yeah. but- Anyway, I know that was a lot. Part of my ADHD shows up on this fucking podcast all the time with all the <laughs> thoughts I feel like I got to get out. So um, look into it if, if any of that maybe resonated with you. Yeah, it's funny. I, I wonder how much being in a relationship can either exacerbate somebody's ADHD symptoms or mask them because you talking about not liking to go grocery shopping and cook. Kane and I lived together for eight years and we would – typically go to the grocery store together a lot. Yeah. But I could feel like it was something, at least for me, it helped me a lot to have him be with me at the grocery store and to make it almost like an accountability thing. Like, okay, we're going to the grocery store now because I, uh, that's what I'm saying right now. I'm looking back. I'm like, have I always hated going to the grocery store? Is that just something that's now it feels harder? Like, that I'm not living with somebody anymore. Um, I hate cooking now, and I feel like I used to love. Oh, I, really? There was a time where I used to love cooking. Yeah, you were really liking it with really? uh, the subscriptions and stuff. You yeah, were yeah, really, really liked it. But it was also fun if you lived with somebody because it was like you were right. cooking a meal either together or you were cooking it for you and another person. Um, yeah. Now it just feels like sometimes it feels really cumbersome. Like I still can find – the thing is once I am cooking, I'm enjoying it. Like once I get into it. But it's the getting there that really is a big struggle for me. And I would rather just like do – like get takeout or something that's much quicker and simpler. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That that but like I said at the beginning of this, I do identify with some ADHD things. I just don't identify with it. 
yeah. many. I don't identify with most, but there's like a small yeah. handful where I'm like, yeah. But also I think a lot of people don't like going to the grocery store and a lot of people don't like cooking. That's not necessarily totally. like that exactly. doesn't mean that that's an ADHD thing. Exactly. I think it's when you, when you're identifying with a lot of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And not like one or two things, but you are resonating with people's stories. I mean, um, some people think that if you become an entrepreneur, you have, you are on the spectrum in some way further down than other people because entrepreneurship in itself combines all the things that ADHD people love, <laughs> right? People with ADHD love. Yeah. It, uh, it's a lot of challenge. It's a lot of like instant gratification. If you compare the thing that you're interested in with how you make money, you do really well, you become very successful. And so it's, I completely resonate with that. You know, I was super depressed in a nine to five that was not stimulating enough for me. I was, I just didn't like so much of it. And being able to align my my skill set and my interests with how I make money yeah. unlocked everything for me. You know, yeah. um, but some people who don't realize that that could be helpful for them. Um, they can feel stuck in what they're doing for work. They can feel like they're not doing a good job. They feel like they're they're you know there's a deficit in their character or something. They're not right. able to do things and and I think it's really helpful to learn about that um, because I do believe you know that entrepreneur brain is a bit different. Yeah, a bit different. So I don't know fascinating stuff. Oh, small groups versus large groups of people liking one to one time instead of a lot of parties and stuff like that. Of course, that's linked to a lot of things, but yeah, just really fascinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope you listeners found any of that helpful. Maybe it doesn't resonate with you at all and that's totally fine too, but yes, teach me your ways. (laughs) Yeah. We have an iTunes review. Wow. That came out weird. We have an iTunes review of the episode from Timmy and then a bunch of phone I said a bunch of phone numbers. It looks like a phone number, but I don't... Is that a phone number? <laughs> that would be funny if it was a phone number. Yeah. Um, so it says, uh, so, so great. I was hesitant to start because I didn't like the podcast I had tried before, but I love Taylor Tomlinson. I accidentally started in the middle, then went back to the beginning, and it's cool to see how the ladies grow emotionally and in their careers. Also, it's just so funny. There have been a few times when I actually laughed out loud at work and had to hide a bit. I've been telling everyone about it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> So nice. Thank you, Timmy. That's fantastic. I love when people laugh out loud because of the podcast in in an embarrassing public situation. Great to hear. Great to hear. (laughs) Thank you. You guys, I know we're coming up on five years of the podcast. We sound like broken records, but truly, like, it really does help get the show out to other people. If you can take a second to go click on the fifth star for our show on iTunes, leave us a sweet review, and then also you get a chance to be, like, shouted out on the show. But maybe more than anything – if you are really love and self-helpless, can you tell a friend, can you tell a family member, can you tell a coworker, just that word of mouth helps yeah, podcast really so much. And so if you love it, just share the love on this Valentine's Day that we're recording. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. I know this doesn't come yeah. out on Valentine's Day, but um, we would really, really appreciate it. So uh, thanks if you do that. Yeah, same here. Helps us, helps you, helps them, helps everybody. Helps everybody. Um, any hot segments on your end the only thing I I feel like a lot of my segments lately are tv but I'm kind of this sounds silly I'm kind of proud of myself for like getting back into tv because for a while um I was I was definitely going through a depression for part of like the last I don't know year two years and watching tv felt like too much to me for whatever reason I just like I wasn't interested I just I can't explain what happened in my brain, but I just like, I had a block. Um, And I have now really been enjoying my time at night. That's like, it it makes me feel like I'm actually clocking out of my work of, you know, writing jokes, whatever I'm doing, podcasting that day, I clock out and I catch up on the shows I've been wanting to catch up on. So right now I'm about to finish the last season of Ozark and it's so fucking good Highly recommend if you're looking for another show to get into. But yeah, I've just been I've been enjoying some great TV lately. How about you? Yeah. Oh, great TV. Okay. I mean, perfect show for time blindness, but Love is Blind. Cam and I <laughs> watched that. They have perfect. five episodes or something available, but the other five are coming out weekly after that. So 
they really know how to suck you in. But oh god, I love that show. That show is so good. How fun! (laughs) The first season. Uh. Oh, Kelsey, you need to watch the first season, and then you need to watch the second season immediately. Put it on top of your list. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I I really enjoy that so far. And um, as far as like segments and stuff, yeah, today's Valentine's Day. So yesterday, Cam kind of we celebrated. It was like Super Bowl slash Valentine's Day celebration. He made me a lot of really beautiful food. Uh, We went to the farmer's market, hung out. It was a nice day. I surprised him with a little breakfast delivery this morning because like, love it. No, I don't cook. So (laughs) got delivered to our door. There you go. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of what's going on right now. And um, we are getting ready for our like reception coming up. And so we're making centerpieces and doing those types of things still. And it's nice just to kind of do them leisurely in our downtime and, and enjoying the process, even though so much of the planning is not my forte, uh, especially, I mean, what we talked about today makes a lot of sense, but, um, planning in general, not super fun. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah. Also, did you watch the Super Bowl yesterday? I fell asleep for half of it. And then I watched the second half. Did you watch halftime? Oh Yeah. Oh my God. It was always in just what a like, fucking... wow, jaw dropping, huh? God damn. What a halftime show. Oh, I just want to have Eminem's babies. I just, <laughs> I was just telling you, I was like, and I, and I had such a crush on Eminem. I had such a huge crush. I mean, still do, but still I mean, do. I knew every word to every song. I mean, I was listening to his, his album to and from middle school. I mean, yeah, he was a Ugh. big God, it was such a good halftime. <laughs> Mary J. Blige, no more drama. I was like, oh, this Everybody song. I forgot about that song. It's so good. Um, Kendrick Even Lamar was amazing. Oh, the 50 cent surprise hanging from the ceiling. Ugh. It was, yeah, it was so fun. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to like go back and rewatch it online because I just, <laughs> one time was not enough. Yeah. No. Need it again. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I hope I see you helpsters in Minneapolis this weekend. I've been meeting some of you in Fort Wayne. I'm, I'm here in Fort Wayne right now, and you guys have been so sweet. It's so fun. Uh, some of you drove from Grand Rapids. Shout out to the people who uh, drove from Grand Rapids because that last show had like gotten canceled. It was, it was a whole thing um, last year. And anyway, you just all are you're all wonderful. So. Uh, Minneapolis coming up and uh, Chicago, New York, Niagara Falls. Go to KelseyCook.com. Get those tour tickets. Yay. And you can go to DelaneyFisher.com if you want to get efficient out of the podcast to your inbox. Uh, It's for entrepreneurs, contractors, business owners. You're looking to simplify your business so you can scale. And that's what we talk about over there. How to simplify shit because I guess I've had to. And so you might as well benefit from all the tips. For sure. (laughs) All right. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. We love you and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 